0: I think we're all set. Oh, you got this one? You can't use question marks. You cannot use
1: question marks. Mystery <laughs> now the mystery flavor Dum Dums were covered in question marks. You didn't try yeah. to figure it out, but what did we find out? That was the what uh, was the, the mystery? Oh, it is,
0: is them changing the vat, like the yeah. flavor. The vat. It's, the it's like a
1: Scooby Doo factory.
0: <laughs> it has to yeah. be. That's how I picture it. I don't know about you. The Dum Dum
1: factory is a Scooby Doo. Oh Man <laughs>
0: Jenkins hangs out back behind. That's right. You got to pull that work.
1: mask off. Uh, but unmasking villains in candy factories is definitely something that doesn't happen every day Hi, uh, this is Ben maybe, Hedgepath Not maybe, not in your world <laughs> Not in, oh, it happens in your world?
0: All the time uh, okay. you, you have no idea
1: Well, I'm still Ben Hedgepath, uh, one of the happy hosts of This Isn't Every Day We're talking about things that don't happen every day And with me, as always, is my amazing wife
0: Hello Elizabeth, I'm here with the dog She's got the puppy today have We have
1: the puppy every day She's kind of a, an accessory a little bit of accoutrement for the family.
0: And she really likes where I normally sit on the couch. Yeah. It's not so much me Mm-mm. because it's anybody who sits in this spot. Right. We it's have an L-shaped
1: like couch. And there's a chase area. And if you're sitting on the chase, then the puppy wants to sit between your knees and just chill. Mm-hmm. She melts a little bit into the furniture. So but she, we love her.
0: She is here. Yeah. She's not trying to climb on me, so that makes yep. it a plus.
1: So the kids are on spring break this week.
0: Which I'm kind of glad. It's kind of given a mental break where yeah. we're figuring all this out. But it has led to an interesting period of my life that I didn't think I was going to be revisiting.
1: (laughs) So if you're listening to this in the year 2050 or Mm -hmm. something, you've gone back into the old dusty podcast archives. Somehow this
0: format was available, the way they could listen to it.
1: MP3 files. haha. We have holograms (laughs) now. But but you're finding this. uh, This is the spring of 2020. This is the quarantine season. We're dealing with Mm COVID-19. And... Uh, we are back in um, the framework mm-hmm. of a previous portion of our life.
0: Which I really did not ever plan on going back to. No. Um, but, and we're going to be getting more into it because we've kind of had this beautiful buffer zone, which right. I've enjoyed. But going back to homeschooling for the most part. Mm-hmm.
1: There's, they've still got a couple months to get through here. We're going to get through April um, and May and into the beginning of June.
0: We got the... We've gotten the announcements. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been officially announced for the whole state yet.
1: But it's here. But
0: that they're pretty much not going back to right. school. They're getting everybody ready for it. I think they're just not trying to scare all those poor moms who are now stuck with this and have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. And so that's part I of the it's. I
1: laugh, but I know it's overwhelming for it a is. lot of people.
0: And that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode. Yeah. Ben kind of like, haven't we already covered being in lockdown? And I was like, no, this is this very is different. specific. This is super different. Yeah. Um, because I hear this and I'm like, oh. Okay.
1: Homeschooling. That's easy. We've done we that We know before. how to do this. Yeah. We've got it. Old hat.
0: Yeah. This isn't any difficult thing, um, mainly because this time I'm doing it with a curriculum. I'm not having to write the <laughs> curriculum. The teachers are still reaching out to them. I'm like, okay, we're good.
1: And our students happen to all be teenagers, and they've A, yeah. been through it before, and B, they're pretty diligent workers.
0: Yeah. And so I'm not... And I've had to work coming out of being a homeschool mom to not be a helicopter parent. Right. And in some ways, that makes me probably seem like I'm a very distant parent to a lot of their teachers. Mm -hmm. But it was because I needed to give up control. Right. And if there had been this middle ground, I would have been very overbearing.
1: Sure. That makes sense.
0: So I probably have gone, and I don't want to say too far the other way, but if I'm going to... Say I'm one way; I'm more to the other extreme. Right. Um, right. I do care what they're doing, like and all of that. I love hearing what their school work mm-hmm. and all that, and I will encourage them to. Well, do Well, Jay's it. been
1: working on that Frank Lloyd Wright house project. Yeah, and, you know, there's, there's there's cool projects that are going. Gracie was we were going to paint a mural at her school. Can't do that now.
0: Uh, but I also can't be hovering to make sure, like on their online portals and all of that, twenty four seven. Right. And I'm ho- I hope. That I have raised children that are strong enough to be able to handle their assignments on their own. Yeah. Um, it, when I was in middle school, my mother wasn't, che- we didn't have agendas. She wasn't no. checking my assignments every day. Nope. It was on me to do that. And so I trust that at their ages, they should be responsible to handle that.
1: Right. It was our response back back in the day when I was a kid. You know, yeah, we had to, you had your notebook, you wrote your stuff down, you mm-hmm. took care of things because it was what you were supposed to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just trusting that they'll do that. So I've heard like some moms are like getting overwhelmed, like all of the conversation home Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh good. They sent me an email. I kind of like, I'm actually (laughs) seeing it and stuff. So the, uh, with this, I wanted to kind of encourage specifically moms with younger kids. Right.
1: And so you guys are going to hear more I learned.
0: With things I learned. Yeah. If I could speak. uh, Because this is, it's a hard transition. Mm -hmm. And, I did not go into homeschooling lightly when we decided to do it. We were living in an area where our oldest, and at the time, middle, he was. We had we had a second grader and going into kindergarten, right? And they were going to be stuck at some of the worst performing schools in, in the, the state. In the state,
1: yeah.
0: And this is back in Kentucky, so you can then also read into that forty-eight where that state fall. for education standards. Thank yeah. you, Alabama and West Virginia. Yep. Um, or sorry, Mississippi, but, uh, anyway, I decided that considering I have an education degree, Ben had also taught in a school that if anybody could handle homeschooling, we should be able to do it Right. and kind of went in with the, okay, I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> we started school in July of that year. hmm. Just so that I had a month to say if this is really bad, they could still be enrolled in school. (laughs) Pulling my hair out. And we could uh, change course. So that month, we were doing school, but I was still figuring out what school was going Mm -hmm. to be, how that was going to look, and figured out, okay, this is how in the state of Kentucky you handle homeschooling. Kentucky does not give you curriculum. No.
1: A lot of states do. California does.
0: California has so many resources. Yeah, it's great. I'm like blown away. Like if we had been here, it would have been easy. Oh, yeah. Um, But given where we were. Even to the
1: point of like providing internet resources and laptops. and Yeah,
0: and some help financially to Mm -hmm. do it as well. And when I was doing that was back in a time where we had one desktop computer in our house. Mm-hmm. I didn't have multiple computers for right. us to be able to learn on. I didn't have a lot of options for online learning. Yeah, to help look up. So I'm just. I was picturing
1: us having like this big server farm now or something, and you know, it's the kids have you know school laptops. No, and I mean thing, like but, if you look yeah. at the
0: number of devices we have now. Heck, my phone is probably strong. Is probably got more computing power than that computer had. Oh, it
1: does. It absolutely does. Um,
0: in all honesty, so. I was able to look up some stuff on there, get a Mm -hmm. little bit of resources and just kind of had to put together curriculum. Right, You know, I bought some like for history, that kind of thing. Worked out of workbooks for phonics and spelling Mm -hmm. and math because there was...
1: We had some great teacher and education stores in Louisville that were like, I I haven't seen since anywhere.
0: And so I had options with that. Then the biggest thing Thing though for me was setting a routine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had to have a routine. We had to have that structure. Number one, younger children thrive off of structure, right? Any like most parents realize this. I mm-hmm. was, that if bedtime is the same, nap time is the same, dinner yeah. is the same, all of that. Like oh, things run a lot smooth yeah. more smoothly if your like schedule's moving everywhere. So for me, also that meant that school had a specific start time. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't start then, I also knew that, oh, we could start later, and then maybe it didn't end up happening that day.
1: Compromise, compromise. Yeah, and very quickly I
0: would suddenly be like, oh, we haven't done school for two weeks. (laughs) I knew myself (laughs) well enough on the front that that would be what would happen if I wasn't disciplined. And that never happened. It never did because I knew that I needed to start at 9 a.m. Yeah. So that that didn't happen.
1: Well, and you also you have you know you're an intelligent person mm-hmm. you're emotionally aware you understand consequences a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people even adults seem they don't but you carried on your shoulders the weight of the responsibility mm-hmm. as you should have with educating our children yeah. i helped a little bit it was 98.5% you though
0: but you were working right you know you had a job this was I did my a little job. bit of
1: latin work where i'd help them with quizzes and tests and spell spelling test studies and you know all that sort of stuff but it was it was you
0: and so one of the things that i learned to do mm-hmm. very early on because i was I had a second grader that first year who had gone to regular school right so the concept of school time and all of that made sense and that's what parents who have had their kids at school and are now trying to do school at home with them. You have that in your pocket, right? They understand, they classroom, understand classroom rules. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, Oh, now it's time to start school. We're going to sit at our desk and you need to decide where that space is. Right. Um, is school going to be at the kitchen table? Is school going to be at desks? Do you have a separate area that you can now make the school room? If you have that last option, go for it because it will come back to be wonderful for you because brains tend to function well when they associate with an area. right? Like if you have, this is where I work, this is where I rest, this is where I play, right? and you keep those areas as that, your brain goes in ready to do those things when you're there.
1: So kids should not sit in their own beds with their laptops or whatever and do their schoolwork.
0: It is not the ideal environment. <laughs> you are not going to be achieving at your highest level. No. Uh, is it possible to do it? Yes. Is it the best? No. No. Um, So figure out that space, set your schedule, Mm -hmm. but then understand your kids. You know, if you have a student who needs to start slowly Mm -hmm. in the morning, maybe the first thing you do is independent reading Mm -hmm. or something like that. Or if you need to focus with one child for a little bit more for right. the first, like for that first year with the way I did the kids, was Super Y and Dinosaur Train came on at <laughs> nine and 9 30. Right. And so Joel, who is the kindergartner, he would watch Super Y at nine mm-hmm. while I worked with Jeremiah, mm-hmm. getting Jeremiah going on what he needed to for the one on one time. And then when Dinosaur Train had it, I had a workbook. To work on the alphabet and phonics that was dinosaur related. Right. So he would work on that while watching dinosaur trains and the dinosaur. Trying to, yeah. And so those went together. So maybe it wasn't so tightly structured. Yes, there was a TV involved. (laughs) It helped keep my sanity. Grace was also three at this point running around the house. But how did
1: Joel learn to read early?
0: By watching TV and playing video games. Yep. And not (laughs) educational ones. No. Just fun stuff. Yeah. If I could write that curriculum, I'd be a millionaire. Uh, but <laughs> How to I have teach no your idea. kid to read with Mario? With very and, little work as yeah. a parent. Um, and so...
1: Our kids are smart, though, too. Knowing that Legit. with them, mm-hmm.
0: that made my morning routine work well because Jeremiah right. got started, was on a strong foot, and then was ready for independent work. When then at 10 o'clock, oh, now is when I start working with Joel. Right, And then by 11... Grace would need me to hold her mm-hmm. for the entire time <laughs> at that point. And so now I'm in the couch in the basement sitting Indian style holding Grace while handling school. So that was that routine kind right. of followed every day. Well, let me
1: let me jump back a little bit here because you mentioned something and I want to touch mm-hmm. on it for people because I want them want to make sure they hear it. It's about knowing your kids. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah is our no thought necessary, immediate go getter. Mm-hmm. Joel has to warm up to things. Like, even today, we went out and pulled weeds and that sort of thing. I said, hey, in about 20 minutes or 15 minutes or however much time it was, we're going to go do this. Uh, It's not, hey, let's go do this now. Because that that abrupt introduction of things is hard for some kids. Yeah. And for some people, adults, whoever. And other people are like, oh, change of venue? Great, let's do it. And so knowing the impulsivity level of your child (laughs) Mm -hmm. is really helpful for how you structure your day.
0: Yeah. And... Knowing them mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. I joke, when Jeremiah went to kindergarten, I wrote, there was like one question that like the teacher asked about your kids. And I wrote three pages answering that question <laughs> because I knew my child. And I wasn't trying to be overbearing, but I no. wanted her to understand him. right? And I was like, oh, so he does this, this, and this, and this is how he responds to this. And be prepared because he's going to do this. And, yeah. And... Um, so,
1: and he wound up with the nickname Jellybean that year.
0: Yeah, you know, oh, from that teacher. Still loves a that great, teacher. Yeah,
1: great relationship. She's
0: still teaching kindergartners. But
1: you have to know your kids,
0: um, and working with them for your situation. Mm-hmm. Know that nobody else's situation will be the exact same as yours. Right. You can follow concepts, you can follow ideas, but don't try to copy it exactly because if you try to copy it exactly you're going to be frustrated because it isn't what your family needs right your family needs what you have yeah and so look at what you have look at what they need and Mm -hmm. start making choices yeah but i will say structure structure structure
1: and it's going to take a couple days to adjust
0: yeah that's okay don't expect the first day to be perfect no
1: you may find that your student actually does better by rearranging their normal class schedule because their brain is more geared for something first thing in the morning than where they receive it normally during the school day. That's yeah. fine. Rearrange it for a little bit. You may find that if you rearrange your school day for your child, that completely throws them off, and they have to hit the same subjects in the same order every day.
0: Or it's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I mean, just, but know
1: your kid. Know know how they function.
0: And don't be don't be surprised if it doesn't take nearly as long. Right. And don't be surprised if you start looking like, why don't you guys do a little bit more? Yeah. Too, if need be. Like encourage extra discovery and letting them kind of go into things that they may be interested in.
1: So Elizabeth, let me ask you a question. Uh Uh-huh. If your kids at school for eight hours a day, Uh uh-huh. Will they be doing school at home on their own for eight
0: hours? No. (laughs) Oh no. It (laughs) it depends on your child. Right. Um, I think my kids, the, our kids, so far with the assignments they've been given up to this point, have been finishing in thirty to forty-five minutes. They've had days that's gone listing.
1: an hour and a half, but that's rare.
0: But most of the time, it's at most an hour. But
1: they're they're again they're motivated they're driven workers. They've been through this before. Mm-hmm. And so for parents who haven't been through this before, students who have been, haven't been through this before, yeah. I don't expect them to get all their work done in 45 minutes. And
0: that doesn't include any Zoom call classes that they've done. No,
1: Zoom call classes, independent reading, mm-hmm. art project. We do encourage them to do other things. Yeah. like uh, been, Khan Academy.
0: Yeah, they've been independent studying. Like most, I think all of them, or the, no, Joel's working in Java. Java. But, but Jane the, Grace the other two have been working on in Python, Python for learning coding yeah. just because. Yeah. And then Jeremiah just found in one of his classes he's getting to work now with some masters.
1: Yeah, original in studio, ma- un- unedited. Yeah, in studio. And then he gets to uh, play tracks. to edit them.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we've been hearing Bohemian Rhapsody and PyT by Michael
1: constantly Jackson constantly yeah.
0: right now, coming from the upstairs. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's cool, you know. And so your kids are gonna have some passion projects. So if you find yeah. them finishing quickly, ask them what they're interested in. And allow them that extra time to dig in and study into something that interests them.
0: I mean, what a gift to get to do that. Oh, yeah. You know, just have the time right now to be like, to have the time to just jump into something that you want to learn. Right. You know, you've been given the space to do it. So why not jump on it? Yeah.
1: Um, So we never thought we were going to homeschool again. No, And then we're finding ourselves in that space.
0: Yep. So I just encourage you, you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. You can do it. And remember...
1: Thankfully. This is
0: not every day.
1: This is not every day.
0: (laughs) Although it will be for the next couple.
1: (laughs) Not every day in perpetuity, but for right now. Yeah.